heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Let's keep things short this week because I am super tired from gaming all day. First things up is tomorrow our one-shot, one-page setting design contest closes up. If you want your entry counted, please submit it before 11.59 on the 15th. The winner is going to have their setting featured on an actual episode of One Shot, and Kat and I will record an episode of Critical Success explaining why we chose the setting we picked. Heroes, we all love gaming conventions. They're a super great way to discover new things, meet people who share your hobby, and of course, play great games. The problem is, there aren't enough of them, and I know there are hundreds of them around the country, but there should be more. Luckily, right now, a project on Kickstarter is working to make that a possibility. ValorCon is trying to create a new major gaming convention right here in Chicago. As you can imagine, conventions take a lot of effort to get off the ground. Most conventions survive by getting a lot of ad revenue and money from big vendors who come to the show. Unfortunately, for their first year, that's not really an option for ValorCon. That's where you come in. ValorCon is running a Kickstarter. For the people who would show up to ValorCon anyway, they want you to get the opportunity to buy your badge before the show happens and be a part of making that show possible. I can't tell you what it would mean to me as a gaming personality and designer to have a major convention in my own city. The most important thing to keep in mind is what this convention means for our hobby. Now, a couple years ago, there's absolutely no way we would have enough interest in this city, let alone in most parts of the country, to support another major gaming convention. Today, we can do it. This hobby is growing in some wonderful ways. There are plenty of new and innovative games on the market that are changing the way people think about role-playing. Conventions help spread those ideas and foster a strong sense of community that helps this hobby grow. So if you live near Chicago, or you think you can get to Chicago by October, please visit the link to ValorCon's Kickstarter and help them make this thing possible. It would also mean some really wonderful things for OneShot, too. Like live, staged recordings of Everyone is John. ValorCon is the sort of thing that you would want to exist anyway. So please, be a part of making it happen. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. is a dimly lit room with a light that is sort of lazily swaying back and forth. Uh, you can see outside waves moving past. There's a bunch of anchors and like old-timey life preservers strapped to the walls. This is clearly some sort of ship that they're on. And there's a table in front of it. On the table is the blueprint of a, of a massive cruise ship. All right, so what we know about northerner korea is that they love magic and their pop culture is at least a couple decades behind so we're gonna put on a magic show from the mid 90s like nobody's ever seen before they are they are firmly in the 90s so uh from my research uh, they also really enjoyed uh the flag girl dancers from in living color right Mm -hmm. um if we could incorporate that somehow into the show that might be good um, they are very impressed with fireworks. Of course still, they are. So. Everyone's impressed with fireworks Everyone always. Fireworks, yeah. that's a... but especially mid '90s fireworks. Yeah. So if you could work that in. <laughs> okay. So like a fireworks routine to like, um, I don't know, uh, 
Was Third Eye Blind popular in the, in nineteen? That's probably you late. See, 90s. That's, that's later. Late 90s. Okay. You see a bunch of fireworks uh, behind uh, Trixie Larue that uh, say on the side of them, uh, "Grandmaster Flashes." <laughs> Very nice. Uh, okay, okay, doable. Other things about uh, mid nineties magic shows: eyeliner, chameleon. Take note. Um, from the darkness behind <laughs> behind where the light behind where the light is. Uh, all of this doesn't really matter if we can't get an if we can't get Kim Jong dose to love this magic trick. Who's gonna make him love it more than me? I come close, Dennis Rodman. Whoa! That's right. This is a very complicated stilts <laughs> procedure that I'm rocking right now. You are really. It's good, pushing, right? Yeah, it's you're, very you're pushing the envelope. It's though. real. I know. I. N- I normally never do blackface. That's not true. I do blackface a lot, but I'm doing it now for America. And uh, Northern and, Korea, they don't really have the same associations. No, no, they don't. Yeah. They just they and they outright to be do fair to one shot listeners out of character. We have no way of proving that Leon Kamilski isn't black normally. We still don't know what his normal face is. We like. don't know that that's a real Polish last name. Yeah, he's every he's every race. Oh, it's. It's because it kind of sounds like chameleon is why oh. I use that. Oh, yeah. I oh, it's, yeah, I it's, finally get it. It's so smart. It's yeah. been it's been decades, and I still I'm just now putting that together. I really do like this play, though, uh, from my research to to introduce uh, Dennis Rotman because he did attempt once before to impress Kim Jong Dos with with sleight of hand magic and, mm-hmm. and other magic, and I think because uh, hard work and determination, and persistence is so valued in their culture, mm-hmm. if he comes back. And has clearly demonstrated improvement. That'll be even more impressive yeah. to Kim Jong Dos. I think what I should do is I should do my normal routine, and then let Dennis Rodman come in and upstage me with the greatest magic trick that the world has ever seen. Okay, okay. How about we make that um, that greatest magic trick that the world has ever seen up close magic? Wait a second. <laughs> up close magic. It's not one of my strong suits. If you want to make me do up-close magic as Dennis Rodman, it's going to go a mite sniffly. Well, I guess since I'm the, the up-close magic expert in the group, if you were willing to do your makeup, offensive as it may be, on me, maybe reconstruct a right arm so that I look like Dennis Rodman, who has two arms, I don't know, maybe maybe I could be Dennis Rodman. It is about... What six foot nine? I mean, luckily, I'm six foot eight, so I just yeah, need it's really just another inch. Inserts, Probably, really, yeah. <laughs> uh, or or we could just scrap the. So we could have uh, Dennis Rodman do a very impressive trick, and then say that Lefty taught him everything he knew. That's yeah, another, that'll yeah. work. That's yeah, we we. I mean, my original idea for pitching Dennis Rodman was that we could. Um, Kim Jong Deuce Dose is in love with he everything. He hates being called Kim Jong Deuce. <laughs> Kim Jong Deuce is in love with everything that Americans love. So if Dennis Rodman merely watched the show as well and loved it, uh, maybe Kim Jong yeah. Dose would be tricked into thinking. Yeah, and that way I won't have to have you upstage me, which I hate. And you know, I'm, that's right. That's right. You yeah, hate that. I, I forgot that I yeah. hated that until just now. <laughs> But I really don't like it. I'll be doing the work from the behind the scenes. Right, where you belong, in the darkness. It's where I like it. But it's your job to come up with an impressive show 
to really swing this thing. He's a huge fan of Paul Lind, so if you yeah. could do that voice a lot, pretend that you're the center yeah, the, square. the rat from Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is that we need a dope-ass trick. Well, do you remember when David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear in 1994? Yeah, mm-hmm. Uncle B, Uncle B you, want, you wanted to kill that. Kill I know. I hated him for it. Well, I figured out how he did it. What if... We made a whole island disappear. I'm listening. Okay, that's all I got. That's the only heightening that I have. But I'm thinking... You want to make an island disappear? Yeah, so long just... as this island's in the ocean, I might be able to swing that. You talk to the woman that blew up an ocean. Yeah, that's right. It's the perfect crime for you. I mean, luckily it was only the Arctic Ocean. So yeah, no, no one, one really lived noticed. there. It's an uninhabited yeah. island. How, okay, okay. That yeah, was, that I was just, a, cons- a bit of a concern. I wanted to be clear. Just destroyed most of Greenland. That's right, all. yeah. Okay. I blow up an island. How are we going to distract people? Well, that's my job. That's the, you know, the diversion. And how are we going to translate this into getting on that plane? Well, I think we we catch Kim jong Dos's attention with the up-close magic, which is what his sort of area of enthusiasm is. Yeah. Um, he sees that Dennis Rotman has at least been working on up-close magic and developed a greater appreciation for it than last time. Uh, and so with that hook, mm-hmm. then we have Uncle B really start selling the show and get Kim Jong-do's really into it. And then Trixie, the big showstopper, the big grand finale, we destroy Japan. <laughs> Uninhabited island. Yeah, right? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> It, it doesn't have to be Japan. It's just, I don't know, my ex-girlfriend's from Japan. So whatever. It's like, you can do whatever. So just whatever Japan. island. Not Japan. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That was dumb. Uh, that was a dumb idea. No, it wasn't. No idea is dumb. No idea is dumb. Yeah. We support each other. Okay. Right. This is a yes and. So you say it and we'll, we'll find a way to make <sighs> okay. it work. But it, just, that's millions of people. As Literally long as hundreds of millions of people. The radio crackles to life. Hey, everyone. Hope, hope the planning's going well. Just wanted to throw in there. Please don't bomb Japan. <laughs> Please don't do that. It's not really, it's, done, it's not done with bombs. I that's had not a the... thought. I just had a worry, like in my chest. I felt maybe they're going to destroy Japan. Don't do that. I'll be honest. We talked about it very briefly and then we dropped the idea altogether. Yeah, it was, I, you know, we, no idea is garbage. To be fair, so. it would really he would really enjoy that because he's not a he fan would of Japan. They're, they're, they're not but, fans of yeah. the Japanese. Please don't destroy I Japan. I understand. Uh, the the old crusty fisherman whose boat we have snuck <laughs> our way onto ambles into the room. He's very confused. He thinks that we're just dock hands. And what you be doing on me ship here? Uh... Uh, Archie May shark hunting crew. I quickly begin uh, tying knots. Uh, All right, those are knots. those are definitely good sailors' knots. But ye prove ye's part of my shark hunting crew. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, pull out a harpoon gun and shoot it into the air, and it explodes. Aye, aye, an exploding harpoon. The natural tool of a shark hunter. And what about ye, you man of an indeterminate race? Hey, Captain, <laughs> don't you recognize your own boy, Timothy? <laughs> Aye, it's me own son, Timothy! 
I didn't think I'd have this warm reunion now. Come here, boy. I haven't seen you in 20 years. All right, you bring yourself here, Pop, and you wrap your arms around me and embrace me like your son. I'll wrap my what remains of my arms around you. As I am a shark hunter who ah, hunts with explosives. I love you, Pop, and it's been too long. Now let's continue around the room and we'll and find talk yes, later. there's one more. <laughs> Yee! The man with one arm already doing a great job to prove that you are an explosive <laughs> shark hunter. Uh, I get out a, a deck of cards here. Uh, 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 choose a card, any card. All right, I'll, I'll pick this one here. All yeah. the cards turn into baby tiger sharks. Oh, watch out! <laughs> he falls off the back of the chip. Larry, I've, I haven't seen the baby tiger shark card trick for a long time. Since I was a tween and I had two arms, it's a lot harder now. I didn't know it was going to work. You're really overcoming this. I, I want you to know that I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I'm Thanks sorry something. that... Your, your, proud, your pride doesn't matter here, Brandon. Wow. So let's just... Let's just not talk about it. I'm sorry for what happened. It's okay. I blame myself. I mostly blame the community. We have a flashback to that fateful day. Uh, there's a room full of lasers. <laughs> and the three of us, uh, Leon and Trixie and myself, in the back. And I'm all I'm screaming is like, he has to do it. He's the only one small enough. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm more about close-up magic, not busting my way through lasers, but okay. I'm sorry. You got this. You can do this. Wait, it's a Korean security guard. What are we going to do? Don't worry, I'll handle this. Excuse me, can I help you? <laughs> that doesn't sound very Korean at all. Uh, Yeah, I'm your boss. Yeah, No, asshole. my boss would be Korean. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to sap this guy, and we'll do a prison swap thing on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm busting my way through the lasers. Oh, All right, oh, just make oh, sure. I'm scared. <laughs> Uncle just, B, I'm scared. Look, don't be scared, all right? Fear is going to screw this up. If Fear is what triggers the explosion. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're going off too early. Uh, my arm. Larry, no! And it fades back in. Uh, like the explosions become sequins on a uh, magic showgirl dance routine that's in this massive cruise ship with a bowl-shaped uh, venue for magic. It's a three. There are three stages in 360 degrees. They're all slowly rotating, and a different act is on each stage. And all of the most evil people in the world are there watching these magic shows. Uh, there are uh, people from uh, even more intolerant Iran. Uh, there are people... <laughs> all the uh, horrible guerrilla groups in Africa are there. And I don't mean guerrilla as in yeah, guerrilla yeah, fighters. Yeah, yeah. I mean evil guerrillas are there. <laughs> yeah. And of course, next to the northernmost Koreans, uh, there is a group of white people. And they are just so dangerous. <laughs> Now that we have that, we've got that stage set up, uh, you're on, there are three stages, uh, you're competing with two other acts to be the most impressive act at this show. Um, and you each have a different part to play in that, mm -hmm. uh, that you laid out in your planning stage. Uh, and 
will initiative is sort of free form in this system uh generally speaking everybody takes a turn and we have rounds until uh you guys manage to accomplish the full uh mission complete track okay uh i'll go first because of the, the so uh basically so i want to have earlier in the day snuck onto the un un, un- uh, island and set it up to explode now, I could spend one of my whatchamacallits to get two dice to do this, but right now I don't have any skills. So you guys have to talk about things I've done okay. to give me skills and a dice pool to do this. Right now at the show, we see uh, Trixie LaRue. She is in a red dress covered in sequins. She has an earpiece in her ear. Um, and the camera zooms into her eye, into a uh, light that's uh, shining off her eye, and that light becomes this island during the daytime. And she's out there in a speedboat in a turtleneck and, uh, like, Aqu- knit cap. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Not a balaclava, just a, just a knit cap. Just a knit cap. Yeah. If you want to be in a, if you want to have baklava on your head, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she she goes out to this island, and I am going to ask for you, Cat, mm-hmm. a a sizzle check. I need you to make a sizzle check. Any pyrotechnic skill is gonna run off of sizzle. What's a sizzle check? Any pyrotechnic skill mm-hmm. runs off the attribute sizzle, which is an attribute that exists in this game only for this version of the game that we're playing. Mm. Because in one last job, you make up attributes uh, mm. during okay. the game. To perform different activities. Sure. So I now have sizzle? You now have sizzle. Do I have two sizzle? You have two in sizzle. Okay. Probably should, everybody should probably by the rules, rules have more because we have been laying on background and history and <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. But we're starting off in this. So I'm going to ask a roll of two against my danger roll of two. And I, you, you beat me by two. Oh, cool. So you actually manage... So describe how you've set up this island. So uh, I guess the way I've previously done this sort of trick is I created a, a chemical that like reacts with the water and rapidly spreads and is uh, very cat's cradle and scary. Um, <laughs> so I've been developing a polymer that like works on, on land instead of just water and doesn't work on water. As it's totally different, but it's similar. So it's similar. Wanna, I just want to point out the chemical compound that you're using literally blo- like just causes land to blow up. <laughs> yes, and it does. And you previously had one that literally just caused water to become... <laughs> to just explode. <laughs> yep, that was the whole... You're the most dangerous person on Earth. Yes. Okay. But I have a daycare, and that's what I really care about. <laughs> Family. So I just... Uh, I. All of the uh, the effort of my role goes into navigating the waves, and as soon as I get there, I just pull out a vial, and I'm like, this better work. And I inject it into the side of the <laughs> island. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, she injects it, it zooms into her arm, which has a black turtleneck, which again, which becomes the black, which starts filling up with a little dots of light that becomes the night sky, which pans down into the next member of their crew as the the crew as you set up oh, the next wait, part of the do, job. Can I get a slam? Can I get a... Uh, or no, were we supposed to... She succeeded, man. I succeeded. She I know, succeeded. but oh, yeah. I didn't know... Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's only yeah like sorry. Fails only roll, if right. you fail if is I when fail, we, that's when what we I talk mean. about yeah. the legendary thing. Yeah, and then I had an attribute for this, but if I hadn't had an attribute, we would have had to jump to in. To give you one. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, sorry. yeah. Yeah. No, 
So who's doing the next who's setup doing the next part? part of the job? Are we trying to get in with Dennis Rodman? Get into the? I think um, we're already inv- invited to the thing on the boat. What we want to do is get from the boat to the palace by how good. Okay. Yeah, you're competing is. with two other shows. I mean, yeah. what Dennis Rodman's going to have to do is get in close with Kim Jong Dos. Mm. So that damn it, that rhymed. So I can do the. So that a lefty can do the up close magic to mm-hmm. to reel him in. So uh, you you are dressed as Dennis Rodman right now. Oh yeah, and uh, you need to somehow convince people that you're Dennis Rodman and that you should be sitting next to Kim Jong Dos. So your attribute is rebounding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have I don't have Dennis Rodman's attributes. <laughs> I'm wearing a delicate costume. <laughs> Although I like making it a basketball pun. <laughs> uh, so you're you're it's actually subbing in. Subbing in. That's your that's your attribute. <laughs> what what would subbing in? What does that mean? Yeah, what does that, that mean? That's uh, like disguising. Yeah, that's basically oh, like any sort of disguise okay. or impersonation. Sure. So we're supposed to say like how you did this in the past and how it was relevant. So <laughs> you say what you want to do. We say a thing in your past. Say what you want to do. So what I want to do is tr- disguise myself like Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. And so you're subbing in as Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but wouldn't my this like attribute be like disguise or something like that? Yeah, but That's, but yeah, why, like, now we're naming it something silly in the system yeah. because it's ba- like, subbing in means disguise. Oh man, remember that one time that uh, the chameleon subbed in as Dennis Rodman during a b-ball game? Oh yeah, that was back when Dennis Rodman was popular. Yeah, we flash back to the nineties. Uh, Michael Jordan is like literally. Uh, you know that uh, big cube in the middle with the score on it? Mm-hmm. He has jumped that high. <laughs> from half court, he's dunked a ball. Um, but he lands, and uh, it hurt. He, he His knee is clearly hurt. And it looks like the Chicago Bulls star player, Michael Jordan, is hurt. With Scottie Pippen on the bench, that only leaves the bad man of that basketball, Dennis Rodman. And he uh, comes out and he's got crazy. This is when people don't know. This is when he started dyeing his hair and all those weird yeah. patterns. When it was yeah. actually the chameleon. The chameleon did it the whole time. Uh, I I run over to um, the chameleon runs over to Michael Jordan who's on the field and uh, and or, uh, on the on, <laughs> yeah, the, on the court on the basketball <laughs> and uh, 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 p- uh, helps pick him up after his knee is hurt. Oh um, man, Michael, what's wrong with your knee? I don't think I can continue with the game. <laughs> don't worry, Michael. I'll go in there. And I'll foul all of their best players out of the game. And we'll still win this championship here in 1997 in the championship game. In the finals against the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. I'm dependent on you. That Utah Jazz is really tough. Don't worry. It's almost as tough as trying to make yourself sound like somebody who is a huge human being. Like just so big. And you're like a normal size person. Don't worry, Michael. We couldn't all be chameleons. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you, know, you, you foul those people, and I'm going to go. I'll foul out all their best players, like... Byron Russell. Byron Russell. Was <laughs> Stockton on there? John, John Stockton. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. I only thought of Russell, because yeah, that's I who Jordan that pushed one. off I know of. that one. All right, I'm going to go towel myself off with this Hanes t-shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> In the flashback? In the flashback. <laughs> So now you have seven in. If I can make Michael Jordan believe it, (laughs) I can make Kim Jong Dose believe it. 
Okay, so I just <laughs> I put on all my I try to put on all my uh, Dennis Rodman makeup. All right. Um, so you approach the first like area of guards uh, where you're you're in an all white tracksuit mm-hmm. um, and des- dressed up as Dennis Rodman. You have to fool these guards. So I'm going to roll my danger dice. This is the first area where you could potentially fail. Um, you roll two dice. I'm rolling terribly. So I have a 10, or is it 46? How does it work? Uh, you've got a 4 and a 6, which yeah. is higher than both of mine, so you also succeed by 2. Oh, interesting. Do you say which one's going against which one? How does it... So the way the dice rolling mechanic system works here is we both roll uh, d10s, and if the player has higher numbers than me, those numbers, uh, then the highest number of my dice, that counts towards their successes. Cool. Um, okay. And so far, both roles have succeeded more than mine. Uh, okay. So that's cool. You've succeeded by two for every single action <clears throat> that you've performed. So I am actually now going to sound the alarm, uh, which is a metaphorical sound. The alarm is just a complication that can happen in the job that will mm-hmm. give me an extra die to roll. And the alarm sounding is that after Dennis Rodman is admitted. Uh, behind the guards, Dennis Rodman comes out of the bathroom. <laughs> so the real Rodman is in play. Do I see the real Rodman? Uh you you catch you catch the real Rodman out of uh out of the side of your eyes as uh you get admitted through. And as you got admitted through, uh the guard dropped something. He he dropped like the tickets that he was holding and he's gathering them up real quickly so the real Dennis Rodman runs right past him. Uh, and you're both now in the VIP area. Is it just the two of us in the VIP area? No, there are tons <laughs> of people. There, like, there's a big mix-in of all the immoral sports stars in the world. Is there is there a way to um, in any area that I can duck out of the VIP area? Hopefully, like a, a private bathroom or a broom closet um, where I can uh, do some of my disguise work. Absolutely. There are tables. There are cocktail tables, and they each have tablecloths on them. Uh-huh. So you feel like you might be able to duck underneath the tablecloth. Uh, but you're trying to when Lance Armstrong comes up to you <laughs> okay. and tries to get you into a conversation. Dennis Rodman, it's been so long since we've talked. Lance Armstrong, how's it going, my man? Wow, you sound exactly like Dennis Rodman. I do indeed. That voice that I know so well. And you sound just like Lance Armstrong. You know it. Hey, two normal people talking about what their voices sound like. (laughs) Just a standard-ass conversation. This is very natural for both of us. Hey, do you have any blood? Yeah, man. Why you need blood? I need healthy blood. It just helps me breathe better. (laughs) Oh, damn, Lance. You gotta get right, man. No, no. I just want more healthy blood. That's, That's what my life is now. That's what's important to me. Yeah, I can get you some blood. All Do you right. know if there's a bathroom around here? Um, yeah, they there is a bathroom, but that's upstairs in the even more VIP area. As Dennis Rodman goes to the bathroom, he well, hold on, I haven't gone to the bathroom. <laughs> as he ventures, as he ventures to the bathroom, <laughs> he starts. He, tra- he walks up to to where the restroom is. He runs into his. Dennis Rodman, the real Dennis Rodman's old teammate from the Bad Boy Pistons, Bill Lambeer. He's there not because he's immoral, but he plays a little too hard. That was his reputation. He plays rough. He never did anything like wrong morally per se, but he's sort of grouped in it. So he embraces his kind of villain uh, persona. So he runs into his old pal, Dennis Rodman. 
Dennis. Hey, fuck you, Lambeer. You know what you did. <laughs> That's how, oh, man. I knew you were going to say that. I brushed right past it. <laughs> Hopefully heading towards the restroom. Yeah. You get to the men's room, uh, and there's a line outside the men's room. Uh, right in front of you is Triple H. <laughs> I forgot he wrestled. <laughs> still, he's still, he's like in the, he's dressed in the Triple H, the traditional Triple H garb. He has uh, just the man panties on, essentially. Hey, Hunter, how's it going, man? That's your first name. <laughs> that is my first name. I prefer Triple H. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, man? How are you doing? You looking jacked as hell. Uh, Good, I feel jacked as hell. I'm glad to be taking over the WCW. Yeah. Hey, man, what you doing here anyway? Um, reliving the past when the WCW is still a thing. Yeah. Hey, man. Going on these Korean boats helps me remember those times uh, where there was that league called the WCW. Hey, man, you look jacked as hell. I bet so you, are you. I Here bet, we are, two normal people <laughs> talking about how jacked each other looks. I bet you could pick up one of these little Koreans and fling him, you know, start in a panic and clear it out this restroom. <laughs> you want me to do the faux fling again? I mean, if you can, old man. Watch this. <laughs> he starts, he grabs one of uh, the, like, one of the Korean army guys. He's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Let me, let me go. What are you? And he starts juggling Korean people. Oh, yeah, Triple H. This is some real heel stuff. The Rock's not around to stop me now. I'm trying to slip through the crowd as he's doing that into uh, one of the bathroom stalls. All right. Roll against the danger dice. Oh, no. Does that happen, or do we have to go in initiative order? We sort of have to go in initiative order, but this is how... But the- whatever. Seven, seven and six. Seven and six. Okay, so I beat you on my highest die, so oh, no. you actually... Is this where we have to step in with Oh, where you step yeah, in. okay, so this is... So now we can either come up with a legend of how he's going to, like, something amazing or equipment that helps him do this. One of the two. Well, uh, probably the, the best piece of equipment he could have is a, a book about sports that lets him know what all the proper terms are, all the terminology. It'll <laughs> let him know that it's basketball court, not basketball field. <laughs> yeah. Let Except him know. on Wimbledon, where they play on grass. Right. Yeah, they play basketball on grass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it lets him know that um, going and just intentionally fouling a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> that doesn't foul the other player out. That yeah, doesn't really it help. Just gives them a shot. Yeah. yeah but just these give- are all things that need to get me out of this specific situation. Right, but so like... So now, like, if he runs into Bill Ambeer again, and Bill Ambeer's already seen the real Dennis Rodman, and he quizzes him on what what are some basic facts about basketball? But that is a different situation. <laughs> that is not this specific situation to get in. I'm thinking that probably, like, if I were in this situation, probably the best thing I have would be, like, a smoke bomb. Uh, just, like, to throw on the ground, to have smoke pop up, and then you just vanish behind, because... Kind of what you right, undercover yeah, of, yeah. of darkness. Yeah. So it's like a super smoke bomb that also makes the area dark. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's used this countless times. Oh, yeah. Anytime, like, an awkward conversation. Especially in simply yeah. awkward yeah. conversations. So let's, yeah. yeah. That's the, like, so get out of work, just smoke We have bomb, a, flat, a flashback to, to him at a, uh, to like, t- a grocery store. Yeah. And, uh, Sir, did you just eat one of those grapes? You're not allowed to eat. You have to pay for the grape. I don't have any money. I don't. Okay. But that 
that's then you shouldn't be like you you need to pay money to do things what are you gonna do to me i'm gonna have to call the police oh no (laughs) (laughs) we're an artisanal grape store that was a 300 hundred dollar grape um well here let me just replace it with this grape i take a a small black sphere out of my pocket and begin to place it down and then throw it down smoke (laughs) we flash forward to another uh time where this happened when he this is when he is dennis rodman in the 90s he runs into phil jackson at practice and phil jackson's like hey uh could you do a three-pointer you know what that is right dennis (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, he does a. He gets into a car. He does a three point turn. <laughs> da Three point turns a hard turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so we're back. We're back in the present. Uh, the Korean juggling has gone poorly, uh, to say the least. Uh, Triple H is like, Dennis, help me fight my way out of these Koreans! As uh, they start, like, some of them have pulled out guns, and Triple H is, like, doing suplexes on them, and uh, whatever Triple H's special move is, uh, sweating and having greasy hair, I think he does that to them. And you pull out your smoke bomb? Yeah, I just pull out my smoke bomb and, like, casually toss it over All right, my shoulder. Alright, so you have another die, and we roll again. Oh, okay. And you now have a... a oh, okay. So I've got a 9, an 8, and a 2. Okay, so you tied with me. So it looks like we're going to experience every part of this game on this one piece of initiative. Uh, so when you have a draw with the GM, you can get out of it by either doing something stupid which sets the GM's highest die to one and adds and you add a die to the danger pool for future rolls. Mm. Um, Every future roll? Every future roll, the danger Uh, pool is one die higher. Or you can Mm -hmm. get yourself hurt, uh, which allows you to set the GM's highest die to 10 and you lose a point of stamina, but the die is removed from the roll. So you will still succeed. Yeah, I'll probably get myself hurt. Okay. We're still pretty early in the rolling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you get your. So you, how you describe how you got hurt? So I try to throw my smoke bomb and it goes off. <laughs> and normally I just like duck into the shadows, but since I'm Dennis Rodman, I'm like six nine and I can't really duck well into the shadows. <laughs> so a Korean gets chucked at me from across the room <laughs> kneecaps me which is really like the bottoms of my feet because of the weird stilt thing yeah. I'm wearing um, shatters my stilts uh, and um, like uh, pushes like like flings me it through the ground actually probably like face first through uh, the door of the restroom mm-hmm. um, ruining my dentist Rodman prosthesis that is on my face like my stilts are shattered and my Dennis Rodman prosthesis is. And there are a lot of big, like, face rings and piercings in those prostheses. Yeah, but they're so. fake shit. It's not actually <laughs> pierced in my... So it's just like, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, costume jewelry? Yeah. yeah. So you so you land in there. The door does close behind you, and it's just... It's you. You take the mask off. You look up, and on the toilet is John Rocker. <laughs> I was and wondering when he was going to come. Cut away. <laughs> <laughs> we cut away to somebody else doing the next part of the plan. Uh, okay, so I'm setting up, uh, like, you know, there's good diagrams all over the table in this lower deck room, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I've got, like, a scale model of the magic bowl, the rotating magic bowl, I guess, where this yeah. happens, uh, 
and I'm designing a magic show specifically for dictators that love magic. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah. So as you take uh, little models and put them in your model set piece and put them down, they the way the cinematography in this film works is they become real until the model is the actual bowl for the show and we're okay. seeing the trick happen. Hey, heroes, just taking a quick mid-episode break to thank a few of you for giving us ratings and reviews on iTunes. Generically Loud, The Mad Bat, Jilby, Piercing Promise, Pyre, Dugs nineteen, hi two five seven five four. That one guy, you know him, the Medium Bus Podcast, and of course Dungeon World Dad. If you'd like to help the show, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more likely we are to be featured, which helps new people find the show. You can also follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com/OneShotPod. And now back to the show. Yeah. So describe your describe your first trick because you're competing on a stage on a rotating stage with uh, two other acts on either side of you. Okay. So this whole time I have it timed out so that the island, when the thing is rotating, mm-hmm. they can easily see the island to my back at the beginning, and it'll rotate around, you know, to where they can't see it. But when it comes back into view again, that's when it'll explode okay. for the final trick. So, uh, at some point, we do. Lefty needs to get Kim Jong Dos to be interested yeah. in our in our show above That's the true. others. With the, yeah, well, to the, do that, we have to get Dennis Rodman in there. So okay. this is just this is like the first leg of the act, right? But. Okay, yeah. So it's not like close up stuff. This is like classic. This is big show mid nineties yeah. big show. There's like a political prisoner and he's in a box, you know, obviously just like screaming and tied up and stuff, and I'm supposed to be like sawing him in half or whatever, and it's not actually sawing him in half, but they, they get probably a big kick out of seeing this guy. Yeah, you, you at do, least fake suffering. You do a thing where like you punch him in the mouth yeah. and he start he spits out some teeth, but you're like you, you hold up a finger to the crowd, and then you pull a long stream of scarves from his neck, yeah, and everybody's, yeah. like, clapping. Right, yeah. And it turns out the scarves are all flags from the UN, and yeah. then you light them on and fire. And light them on fire, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so they, they get a, you know, big kick out of that. So, now, well, do they? Oh, you okay. gotta roll off. That's right. I'm sorry. And he needs <laughs> a skill to be able to do that. Uh, Poise. Poise. Uh, I mean, it's it's we gotta work it into a background thing. Okay. Um, I guess it's kind of like giving the people what they want. I'm trying to think of a word for that. Crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. That sounds Crowd good pleasing. to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we we flash back to a time where he has pleased a crowd in the past. So he's. He's had a, a bunch of really specific magic shows in the past. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done a lot of corporate shows and shows for, like, he's done shows for plumbers. He's done shows yeah. for, like, CPAs. And now he's doing a show for people who manufacture MRI machines. <laughs> so he's up on stage at this, um, like, hotel banquet hall. And there's, um, you know, a, it's like the Midwest Regional uh, MRI Manufacturers Convention. It's, it's there's, in Des Moines. There's 50 yeah. to 60 people yeah. in the room. Yeah. 
And um, big crowd. Yeah, he's uh, he, he like looks down at his hand and he's like. <laughs> What about Mr. Don Shipman? Is Don Shipman in the audience? So, like people start going crazy, like "Oh, Don!" The audience really loves that because they're getting becoming part of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they, they love to be part of the show using yeah. specifics, uh, just like he was contracted to do. Right. All of his all of his stage patterns, very specific jokes about MRIs <laughs> and like yeah. the, the production there. Yeah. So he yep. had built a trick uh, where he built an MRI machine on stage, and he was going to split someone in half, and he brings Don up on stage and like he's like oh dude, nobody can fool me like you got it Golden Donnie you're the best salesman <laughs> <laughs> in the corner <laughs> and he throws Don in the, uh, in the MRI machine he's like as you can see it's a normal MRI machine like moves the thing back and forth <laughs> and then sets it in the middle uh, and like uh, pulls you know Don apart and his legs and whatever come out There's and it's a very impressive trick you can see you can see on the MRI that Don is being pulled apart but he puts them back together and he's fine yeah and he's fine like his, you can see the skeleton like <laughs> Like, and like comes back together. And what's great is the big finishing touch of the of this trick is he gets the the image that's been created by the M- MRI machine, and it's a picture of his family of, oh, of Golden yeah. Donnie's family. Yeah, yeah. who God. had died in a boating accident <laughs> earlier that day. <laughs> he doesn't know about it yet. So this is the last. This, this is like is the, the real crowd. Yeah, this yeah. Is the real yeah. crowd pleaser. And this is really gets good. the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> with his twenty eight hundred dollars. Now we have to roll up. Uh, what was that? Two. Uh, you roll two. I roll three. Okay. Uh, nine and a nine and a two is what I have. Okay, so you beat me by one. All right. You had one of your dice. So so that is successful. All right. The crowd of dictators and horrible people, white people especially. Oh, are yeah. Super <laughs> pleased love that one. yeah. 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 White love people that. love watching people get hurt. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and now we're we're on to the next part. This trick is all like you you guys have almost fulfilled the necessary aspects of this, but uh you still need to get Dennis Rodman into position. God damn it. And uh for that, uh like you you know uh Lefty knows that this has gone wrong. He has been monitoring things from from the VIP box. He managed to snag a ticket uh from somebody right behind Kim Jong Dos. So it's up to you. You know that uh, Leon is in the bathroom. His prosthesis is are messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I take my uh, research into account that I've been doing uh, on my dissertation about um, international relations and magic, and I uh, <laughs> 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 I uh, I remember that. There are a lot of other dictators here, including um, the Ayatollah of even more intolerant Iran. Mm-hmm. And I I realize that if I can get uh, the Ayatollah of, of even more intolerant Iran really upset and make a scene about something, that can buy me the time and the cover to get Dennis Rodman out of his predicament and uh, reapply prosthesis if we have time, but mostly just get him out of there without anyone seeing that he's not the real Dennis Rodman. That's That's perfect. Over your audio thing, it's like, but Lefty, no, you're the nicest kid ever. (laughs) Everyone loves you. And then it flashes back to, like, (laughs) kindergarten, and you're trying desperately to bully this girl that you like, and she's just like, oh, thanks. That That leaf in my hair was really, really annoying me. Thanks for getting it out. Yeah, but you're a leaf head, though. You got, you're a dumb leaf head. You're so nice, Lefty. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So you are the worst at uh, angering people. Mm-hmm. Or do we want to make it? Hold on. What, what does so, it do? That, so yeah, I wanted to introduce. That gives him one dice, right? That gives him one dice, but it enables someone else later to be the best at this. So we don't want it probably to be angering people. What do we want this to be? I, I think I have a plan here. Okay. All right. So I guess we could have a flashback back to your magic model UN uh, <laughs> yes. uh, from your undergrad. And, you went uh, to a magic university. Yeah, you, you are representing the great nation of Belarus, uh, another dictatorship, and you are head-to-head in like brutal negotiations with mm. the fake magic model UN representative of even more intolerant Iran. Uh, luckily, you've studied for this, and like you know anything that would like really get at and ruin a diplomatic relationship uh especially a magic diplomatic relationship <laughs> we the delegates of even more intolerant iran are not going to lower the prices of doves and we produce Larry. the most doves in the world and we refuse to budge on our price larry i've got no notes on doves what are we gonna do here i got the perfect plan uh, okay, so um, with the the delegate, I'm the delegate from Belarus, as you all know from my flag. Even more intolerant, Iran recognizes the delegate from Belarus. Yeah, you gotta wait for him to recognize you, Larry. <laughs> Robert's rules. I'm sorry. Um, so you you say that you're not willing to budge on the doves, but uh, what about all the homosexuals in your country? What homosexuals? <laughs> there are, we have, I have proof here that there are several homosexuals in even more intolerant in Iran. Some of them at the highest reaches of your government and some of them instrumental in the make, production and release and, uh, uh sale of these doves. The, 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 above the two tables, the scoreboard, which was completely like balanced over at Iran's corner, starts to tick over into Belarus's corner. You're doing it, Larry! You're so doing it. it seems like either the world knows about all the homosexuals in, in even more intolerant in Iran, or you lift this dove embargo. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you tip the diplometer. <laughs> Belarus wins. <laughs> Belarus wins. <laughs> the, the guy who is playing the delegate from Iran rips off his fake beard and throws it down. <laughs> and uh, at that point, uh, his girlfriend breaks up with him. You don't appreciate me at all. And she runs over to Lefty LaRue. <laughs> You ruined that guy's life, Lefty. That was awesome. But he was a bad guy, so, so it's okay. So, wait, what skill was this? Uh, international relations. International yeah. relations. <laughs> Obviously. You're the worst at international no, no, relations. No, he's the best. He's the best. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. He can be the worst at angering people. Wait, people. no, that doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. Yeah, angering, yeah, angering people is exciting people. Yeah. He's the worst at exciting people, okay. but he's the best at international relations, cool. which makes total sense yep. in combination. <laughs> yeah. It's either one or the other. So we, come, so we come back into real life, and we now see you have your two skill dice, and you have, uh, for being the worst at things, you also have a third die. Okay. Um, so what is your plan, uh, to make this, uh, distraction in order to allow the chameleon time to reapply his prosthesis? I'm going to, uh, approach the Ayatollah of even more intolerant Iran, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm going to introduce myself as a, uh, gay Jewish person, uh, and... (laughs) 
And, and Lefty LaRue is Jewish and gay, so this works <laughs> yeah, out. Perfect. And um, one of those French Jews. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and really, I'm just going to um, try to engage the Ayatollah in just a normal conversation. And he's uh, hopefully, if I if I do it right. He will get super pissed off and start yelling and, and making a big scene. All right, so let's roll. Ooh, this is going to be rough for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he has beaten you right now as he has rolled two nines and you have rolled no successes. So you can either do something stupid or get hurt. Or we also have options. We can mm-hmm. step in and do things. Um, oh yeah, that's. I'm sorry, that's just for ties, not for being beaten. So you guys step in and do things. Yeah. Um, there's equipment, right? And there's also and then there's oh, legends. Which are, legend. Mm-hmm. So what did he do this one time? What did you go up to him and say? You just like yeah. yeah so let's let's play that scene out. Hey, are, I, you're the uh, you're the Ayatollah of even more intolerant Iran, aren't you? That's right. I'm the Ayatollah of even more intolerant Iran. <laughs> Well, I, I just wanted to uh, introduce myself. Uh, I am a, a gay Jewish man, and I'm very, I'm a very big fan of 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 your work. Just not really your positions. I don't really agree with them, but I just uh, I admire what you've done. Oh, that's so interesting. I'm a big fan of gay Jews myself, or at least not <laughs> you people as people, but certainly your work. Uh, I loved Gay Seinfeld. Big oh. fan of Gay Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, I did not. I didn't realize that you were yep you as a person are less than dirt but your work is great wow. i mean as you as a people do good work oh um well, so that's I, how he floundered <laughs> <laughs> how's he gonna pull this one out so we <laughs> we we, <laughs> we have a flashback to this time your your sister is uh, a little bit older than you, correct? Yeah, yeah like she's at least ten years. At least, older. at least, well, at least fifteen. Because yeah. old enough that like Brandon is basically like an uncle yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, at least uh, fifteen years older than you. So this happened uh, at one one time um, w- during the during the mission when you and Brandon were ha- having to work together. And at this time, you know, he's married. Uh, he's actually. Um, this is like pre him being married to your sister, but they are still dating and going out. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, while, while this, uh, while that you guys are like are working together, Brandon's just getting on your nerves and you're trying to say stuff to him because you're always been very smart and precocious to like piss him off, but it's just flying over. It's none of it's getting at him. I'm a precocious tween at this point. Yeah. You're yeah, very precocious okay. tween. Nothing. Two arms. <laughs> two arms. Both arms. Nothing's really getting at him though. You really can't, okay. uh, um, uh, figure out a way to make, uh, him mad but the actually the opposite is true because like one day you're telling it um about, it's like hey did i ever tell you about the you know the first time i went out with your sister and uh you're like no and he continues to tell like a very graphic sexual <laughs> encounter with your sister that like scars you deeply like pisses you off and so you're like i always will remember that if ever i really want to get someone's goat i just have to describe a graphic sexual encounter with their sister <laughs> Can it can it be any sibling? Can yeah. Be, oh yeah. Oh, it can yeah. be any. Well, yeah. yeah. You know that it's a graphic <laughs> sexual guy with a sibling. Okay. <laughs> so, you're back. so obviously, big fan of big fan of 
All all the gay Jewish stuff. Yeah. Hey, I just saw your brother uh, in the in the restroom. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I gotta say, I was blowing him big time. Uh, I just was sucking on his penis like there was no tomorrow. Um, I he just came all sorts of loads into my Jewish mouth and uh, uh, I swallowed them and it was like you know it was like. You know, Moses leading a little, you know, uh, all the oh, Jewish sperm. Oh, referencing Moses, <laughs> I hate that so much. Out of the wilderness of his dick into <laughs> the Israel that is my stomach. <laughs> and he rips, he, he rips open his uh, Ayatollah robes and uh, he starts just throwing haymakers around and there's a big kerfuffle distraction. Everyone's gathering around, all the dictators, all the athletes, all the white people are all <laughs> now seeing the Ayatollah of Even More Talent Rand fight this one-armed kid. Yeah, but this one-armed kid is uh, doing things. Well, actually, uh, let's roll. Have to, like, we got to roll again. Yeah, sure. And you, have, you add a die, right, for his... Yeah, you add a die. So, yeah. No, the, t- the 10 is good. 10 is okay. good. Yeah. 10 is good. You actually tied me with the 10. Okay. So, but he has one more die than you, so does he beat you? Because you had a ten and a seven, and he has a ten and a seven, and then he also has a four and a five, and you only have yeah, three. Yeah, but 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 it's, it only matters the highest dice. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. So you can either get yourself hurt or do something risky uh, to make this situation. Well, I think I'm gonna get myself hurt and just take a haymaker right to the right to the face. Um, perhaps I I try and dodge it, and he. Hurts my only arm that I currently <laughs> have in use. Oh boy, which is going to make it risky for when you're doing close-up magic later. Mm-hmm. Can we follow up with stuff? Like, could we follow up with a scar? Yes, absolutely. Didn't we just okay. do a scar? Mm, did we? Uh, I don't know. I thought that, that was a legend. You're right, it's a yeah, legend. It a legend. Yeah. yeah. So I sublimated it into an ability rather than. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that these things are normally introduced, it's like so the Ayatollah like kicked through, uh, and he would have hit. Lefty's right arm had it still existed, yeah. but um, it doesn't. Right. Yeah, you don't yeah. have an arm. And when you fight, you now favor to getting hit where your yeah, right arm isn't. Because yeah. yeah. there's so much callus and like yeah. scar tissue yeah, that like you can't even feel. The phantom it. limb yeah. that I still so like I still feel it was. Like, it oh, yeah, hurts it's not you there. every time. It's not there. But right. yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't actually. So do the way anything. that that works is that this gets changed to a ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he you beat him and you wouldn't take any any loss to stamina and then. You take. You no, would take loss to stamina because he got hurt. No, but but the whole point of a scar is that you don't take stamina loss for some. Oh, you know, okay, right, right. If right. you you're accept this into your life, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you also get two more grit, so you now have four grit in reserve. We cool. should use our grit. Yeah, which can add three dice temporarily to oh. any roll. Uh, okay, how much grit we have? We all you have start, two to start. You start with two. Oh, gotcha. Cool. Um, and now let's uh, cut back. To Dennis Rodman, John Rocker is unconscious um, in the toilet. Uh, what what have you done to John Rocker? Because like you had to beat do, him. Do up. I have to knock him unconscious? You had to knock him unconscious because he saw you take off the Dennis Rodman mask. He could have blown the whole thing. And John Rocker is famous for having a mouth on him. Yeah. So he would have told. Uh, <laughs> He's a notorious tapper. So um, when I see, I like stand up. Uh, well, let's play this out. So yeah. I, I stand up and kind of like break the stilts off. So I'm looking like a short Dennis Rodman. I pull off my mask <laughs> and like throw it on the floor, uh, pick up my basketball. And then I see John Rocker like on the toilet, like open face looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
John Rocker. That's right, I'm John Rocker. I don't know how I talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not going to matter for much longer. I throw the basketball, like, bounce pass off of his face to try to knock him unconscious. Uh, uh, Basketballs are hollow rubber objects. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) This one's not. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see. This basketball is not a hollow object at all. It doesn't bounce, really. It's just like a hard uh, case, basically. Yeah, and it hits John Rocker square in the face, and he goes unconscious. Okay, I walk over to the basketball, press the spalding in the middle, and it, like, mm-hmm. pops open as my emergency makeup case. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to get out of this. <laughs> and it's going a little Van Damme. Um, I take out my spare, like, camo uh, p- uh, pants and uh, white t-shirt and uh, b- b- begin to apply my Jean-Claude Van Damme makeup. Yes. Uh, and it's modern Van Damme. Yeah. I'm going to point out. Yeah. Uh, like from Expendables 2, where he looks super goddamn weird. <laughs> yeah. What was the movie that Dennis Rodman and Van Damme were in? Double Team. Double Team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where I'm going with this. So, so the final result is somehow after like a makeup uh, cut. He has he is now disguised as Dennis Rodman and Jean Claude Van Damme. No, 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 just Jean Claude Van Damme. I've removed my Dennis Rodman oh, okay. makeup um, and just gone with my backup plan, which is Van Damme. Van Damme. Yeah. Okay. So you're pulling a Van Damme. He's done this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, once I'm just as Van Damme, though, I uh, I uh, exit out of here and begin searching for the real Dennis Rodman. And it's not hard to find. Uh, he and Triple H are ju- are back to back fighting Korean people. Um, everybody else has sort of lost interest in it, but those two people are really into fighting Koreans. Um, and uh, you can see that uh, they have set up a, a ladder, and Triple H is currently climbing the ladder and about to body slam these poor Korean bodyguards, who really aren't poor Korean bodyguards because they're like notorious torturers of in northernmost korea um and uh just following orders exactly just following orders i don't know what john claude van damme really sounds like he kind of sounds like a dummy i think he's He's got like a really thick eastern european accent actually yeah well nope (laughs) isn't it it's like belgian he's like french he's 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 definitely he's french Yeah. yeah yeah But my my only French is like Zebovals ever home. Yeah, close just enough. Do that. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Rodman, Jean Claude Van Damme. I see you are fighting these Koreans, and you're working with Triple H. That's right. I'm working with Triple H. Maybe you could use an old partner to double team the situation. I would double team with you any day, Jean Claude Van Damme. We grab hands like brothers <laughs> and do an eighties handshake, <laughs> and they've been like shit with our like arms, shit, biceps. Yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, we start like spin kicking. I start spin kicking Koreans with not really much skill or aptitude, but Sean Claude Van Damme. It's all movies anyway. So, uh, um, and then eventually I'm like, Rodman, you and I should get out of here. And then actually, uh, you see. Uh, a short man, uh, with like really bulbous features. He's like, looks like a fat baby, uh, with like terrible hair and big aviator sunglasses. 
Seth Rogen. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's Seth Rogen. Uh, It is Kim Jong Dose. Very impressive, gentlemen. Yeah, we thought you would like the uh, uh, homage to uh, one of uh, your favorite films. (laughs) Dennis Rodman, it is so nice to see you back in Korea or back at an event around me. And I see you've brought Jean-Claude Van Damme, my favorite action star. You are too kind. Van Damme, I preferred your version of Predator much better. In my mind, there is only one version of Predator. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Follow that thread. I love yeah. that voice. <laughs> so, Lefty... Uh, comes across the group he's relieved to see that <laughs> that Dennis Rodman and now Jean-Claude Van Damme all of a sudden Jean-Claude Van Damme gives you a wink <laughs> but I don't see it. I go up to Dennis Rodman I'm like wow your makeup I whisper wow your makeup's way better than usual you look you look exactly like Dennis Rodman <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and as Robin's used to fans Just saying, a couple of guys talking, talking about, about their makeup. <laughs> Temple of normal guys. I like your makeup too. Oh, you look just like a gay Jew. King Kim Jong Un. Uh, this is this is the. Uh, I am not like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. you're the a big Kim Jong Deuce. Kim Jong Deuce. Uh, this boy. That he- sounded almost like Kim Jong Deuce. My least favorite no, name. I, w- I would never disrespect. I've you now like realized that. that this is Chameleon because yeah. he's fucking up. <laughs> Kim Jong Deuce. Uh, this boy. Uh, he was doing uh, sleight of hand magic in the parking lot, and it was so amazing. You have to see it. I will not see sleight of hand magic until I am impressed by a finale act. Whoa! Oh, is, is sleight of hand was magic? Was that the order of events? I couldn't remember the order of events. Sleight of hand magic is the dessert of magic. Lefties, just—I'm right. just slapping myself on the forehead. I can't believe in all my research I didn't realize that. Of course, he'd be way more impressed by up close sleight of hand magic, basic like <laughs> David Blaine shit. <laughs> That's what's heightening from destroying an island. Of yeah. course, destroying the island is what's going to yeah, get. Just like, yeah. just like when she blew up the ocean and then blew up that bakery and, <laughs> right. and repaired and it. And put it back together. Yeah. Of Baker course. much more impressive. Yeah. But she did blow it up back together. Speaking, so that is- <laughs> Speaking of magic, it is almost time to uh, see the show. Would you mind if uh, we sat with you? Uh, it appears that... Our tickets uh, are shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Join me as honored guests. (laughs) So the four of us go up to the honored guest. Yeah. Yeah. Make our way to the honored guest spot. And uh, we see the big finale. Uh, Now, what is the framing device for this finale? So the framing device is, uh, this is an open air bowl. Yeah. However, I have somehow raised myself on wires. Ah. Uh, so, I don't know, just magic. Uh, there's another political prisoner who's, you know... Actually, we flash back. Uh, what's happening is a CIA drone has dropped <laughs> wires from the sky. And it's merely flying yeah. so high. Luckily, it's foggy, so yeah, yeah, he's above the cloud cover. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, another, like, really unfortunate political prisoner who... He has wires, but it's a noose around his neck. And... Uh, 
the finale. This political uh, <laughs> prisoner was one of the original members of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. So oh, wires, no. wires are just like the most traumatic thing you can possibly oh, yeah, throw. Oh, yeah, I've I've tried to affix it to, uh, you know. Hook up on his back as well, so he doesn't actually die. But you know he's he's freaking out. Yeah, he's freaking out. And I know he's got to sell out, it, but he's using it. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Use that energy, and you know I'm doing my best to communicate to him to to to, to play. Dead. He, he, there have been like little fireworks going off, and they keep looking like little spiders, and it's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he remembers uh, what Bono told him backstage <laughs> at uh, Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> Terry, it's me, Bono. Uh, yeah, wow. Listen, you're about to go out there and play some of my songs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm but really honored. You two go through goes through a lot of his catalog, the discography. Uh, Bono I remember goes through a lot if of. You don't want to make this a Sunday bloody Sunday. <laughs> that you have to take pride in the name of love. And when you go out there, Joshua Tree. <laughs> The show has to succeed with or without. <laughs> it's a beautiful day for a Broadway smash. So I want you to go out there and give it your all. And if you're ever in a I'm sim- glad you're you're looking all, all this up on your smartphone. You're really you're really doing your homework here on those songs you wrote, Bono. Yeah. Look, we're both kind of stuck in a moment that we can't get out of here, so uh why don't we just start staring at the sun and uh I'm really I'm really nervous. It's almost like we're figuring out how to dismantle an atomic <laughs> Alright, well you go out there and kill it. I will follow you. But instead of killing it, of course he becomes gravely injured the very first day of previews. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Like, I love that that was totally unnecessary. <laughs> it provides no dying. mechanical benefit. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> I want to do YouTube puns, though. <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody gets a grit for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, so you you you've got him up in the sky. Yeah. This uh, extra in the Spider-Man Broadway show, who for some reason has been captured as a political prisoner in northernmost Korea. Uh, and I'm trying to get him to go along with the act, and it's we're being lifted up into the sky uh, just as the bowl is turning around into the island. The fireworks mm-hmm. behind me are spelling out Death to America. Uh, <laughs> and big, oh, yeah. bold 1990s Lisa Frank colors. Grandmaster Flash yeah. is playing. We've got Fly Girls dancing yeah. in the foreground. Yeah, I mean, it, is, it is a perfect mixture between, like, Mid nineties decadence and dictator decadence. <laughs> so the economy is going strong in America. Oh yeah, it's but great. Korea nothing bad that. is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so as we're we're being lifted into the air and the Spider-Man extra is struggling to pretend to play dead as he's convulsing into a, a seizure uh, out of fear. Uh, a fear seizure. A fear seizure, which works for me. Yeah, that's how that works, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it circles over onto the island as just before the moment when it explodes. Mm-hmm. Does it explode? <gasps> yeah. yeah oh, yeah, absolutely. You succeeded okay. your roll. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, cool. But yeah, I didn't uh, know if I had to do anything additional. Uh, no, no. You like this is all like you have. One, guys have one box left on your success <gasps> track because you rolled so well. So uh, that is enough to like cause him to sarcastically clap. Satan! 
did. Uh, he stands up and like all of the dictators and white people pay attention to him. <laughs> oh, wow. And now that I have supped of the main course of mysticism, I will now follow it up from a volunteer who will do close up magic. Oh, the dessert of magic. The of dessert course. of magic. <laughs> <laughs> And this one has volunteered a one-armed man. Uh, and the crowd's like, ooh. I'd rather see a two-armed tween. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm uh, I'm Lefty LaRue. I'm a, I'm a gay Jewish man. I could fill in you all... You don't have to say that okay, every time okay. you introduce yourself. Okay, okay. God, he's the best at two-armed magic, but he's no showman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, uh, I can tell you a lot, a lot of the, uh, context, the, you know, the context of the world. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm really more about, like, context, international relations, but okay, I'll do, I'll do, I'll just get right to the magic. Um, Kim Jong Dos, uh, I've got a deck of cards here. Um. I see that! Everyone can see that this is just a normal deck of cards. Completely ordinary! Okay, so, uh, Kim Jong Dos, if you could just take two cards. Yeah. Two cards. He pulls out two cards, and he... And Do I look at them? It doesn't matter, because they're now all unicorns! What the f- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Some horses with sparkles. <laughs> I love that none of these close-up magic <laughs> involve cards. Can we, give a fl- can we give a flashback to explain to Alex what close-up magic is? <laughs> <laughs> he's physically he's close like to studying me. Studying with Ricky Jay, who's just like dry cutting decks. It's, it's for real illusions, really close. To yeah, that, I mean that's what like it starts as. Oh, this can just be normal close up magic. But what happens is the cards always turn into an animal. <laughs> All right, let's roll up. <laughs> Yeah, so you so can, we're rolling whether yeah. he's impressed enough? Yeah, and you can use your grit on this if you want. That adds three temporary dice, because uh, like you have a big pile there, but uh, that's not your actual pile. I know okay. that. So do I, so I add an no, extra, so I have three. He's got four grit. He's got four grit. Yeah, he so should he, have three dice normally, and uh, he's yeah. got four grit. So roll this, and if you want to use a grit, you can. Oh, okay. So yeah, roll your three dice, and then you can decide to use a grit. So there, that's the pool that you yeah, would just use. Just use three of these. So, so you've, we'll take away one grit. We, it was it's confusing to you, but we more. understand what okay. happened. <laughs> so roll this. Okay, okay. All of these. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah. Gotcha. Roll it. Yeah, roll it. Oh boy, Kim Jong Un rolled a ten. Uh, uh Christmas. But I can't roll a ten. That something happens on a ten. Hold on, we gotta check. Yeah, I'm gonna run for the rest one. <clears throat> Did I get it? Okay, so I rolled a 10. Now, 10 means you lose a point of stamina. Now, each player starts out with three stamina, mm-hmm. and running out of stamina is very bad. It can mean your character dies, Uh-oh. gets very seriously hurt. It can also mean uh, that you betray the party. So, uh, de- depending on the circumstances, uh, running out of stamina can do different things, but you lose a point of stamina lefty. Um, and because that 10, uh, becomes a one, uh, because that's how this rolling system works, you did succeed in your close up magic action. Yay. Very impressive. Very impressive indeed. I declare the winners of this dictator magic show to be, what's the name of your magic crew? 
Lefty LaRue and the Magic Bunch? <laughs> you just Baseball. got upstaged. <laughs> I hate it when I'm upstaged, but I'm suspended in the air, so there's nothing I can do about it. Lefty LaRue and the Magic Bunch! I'm sorry, Uncle B, I, I froze. Well, at the end of the day, I got two arms and you got one. Whoa! <laughs> Wow. wow! I'm sorry, that was cruel. I just, I went to a dark place. Kim Jong-dos, don't you think it would be fitting if we took them all back to northernmost Korea and had a big celebration to celebrate their success? Absolutely! A celebration accompanied by a, a magic, magic show! show. Your next magic show will be at a dinner theater. I hope you impress me as much as you have in this elaborate open-air boat. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys head off to northernmost Korea. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. Don't forget to participate in the One Shot podcast one-page setting design contest. You can find details for that in the show notes. While you're at it, head over to the ValorCon Kickstarter page and help support the gaming industry by turning us into an unstoppable juggernaut that consumes all real life and turns it into glorious fiction. Or, you know, help a new major gaming convention start up in Chicago. Uh, One of those two things is bound to happen. You can find links to the ValorCon Kickstarter page and the ValorCon homepage in the show notes. One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. That music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Heroes!